Hello and welcome in this episode 19 of Escaping the Hamster Wheel. I'm your host Thibaut and today I'm going to tell you about why I decided to stay a solopreneur. So this was a very important moment into my business and my career. It was the between the end of August uh, 2019 to the 11th of October 2019. And for context, I just had hired an intern. So I was back from holiday, had hired an intern and, you know, things were starting over or starting. Um, the cost was 2000 euro a month uh, for this person to basically pay the salary, pay the office, pay all the expenses, 2000 euro. And as we started working together, I realized a few things. The first thing is that 2,000 euro every month uh, without a guarantee to get any return on that is a big risk. Um, when you're a solopreneur, you have to basically find all the ways to, you know, just pay for your stuff, uh, pay for your invoice, pay for the bills, and 2,000 euro is a big expense. So um, my idea was that I would quickly be able to ramp the intern up so he could generate more than 2,000 euro. And um, one thing I noticed, you know, after doing the onboarding is that my business is to train and coach people to start conversations, sell stuff. And basically, whenever I do that, I get paid. And with this situation, I was actually training and coaching one person and paying this person on top. So that's really something where I didn't see it this way before. But after a few weeks, I was seeing that I was saying, OK, I'm taking someone who has no experience and trying to get this person to a level where they will be able to generate more than 2000 euro of value. And I was like thinking that would be way faster and way easier than I thought. But the thing is, when you are just getting started in a company or just getting started in your professional career, there are things you cannot just learn or I cannot just like download them or upload them into your brain. You have to go through experience and you have to go through your own life to actually go and learn how to, how to do that. And so that's one thing where I realized that very quickly, I would basically train and coach this person. I would invest so much time and money in this person. And this person would actually get me some return actually a lot later than after they left. And so it was just a very uh, sobering, let's say, realization. So that's the first thing I had. Second thing I noticed is that when you have someone who's working for you, you cannot behave like you want. So meaning that you have to be respectful, obviously I'm always respectful of people, but you cannot just go and not show up and decide to not work this day or you have obligations toward these people. You have to pay them, you have to provide like a safe environment to work, but you also have to show them that you are taking your job and taking, you know, the business seriously. So there's like a strong commitment to the business and a strong commitment to showing up every day at work, doing the stuff, helping people like uh, improve. So you have a strong commitment to that person. And that's another commitment that is huge on top of the commitment you have to your business and to customers. So actually, that was really a thing I realized that was really weighing on me where I was like, okay, I need to pay this person, train this person. And also just, I can't just go and come in the office when I want or take an afternoon off or whatever. I have to show and lead by example. And I hated that. The thing is, I'm a bad manager. I hate managing people. I hate to actually, you know, work not in my own terms. So one thing I love is to do my stuff, you know, like be an individual contributor, work hard, make money, you know, be successful and do whatever I want. That's what I'm interested in. And if you actually are interested in doing it, you follow me and you find your own self-discipline to actually uh, work with me and, you know, have me as a mentor. But being an employee is different. People actually, you trade their time against money and that's it. So 
I could not go and have this crazy expectation. And it was just very hard on me because I was like, I didn't start this business to actually go and have to report to anyone or have any employees. And that's a realization I had. Having a boss is challenging, it's tough, it's not so fun, but having employees is 10 times worse. Because when you have a boss, you know, like uh, you can just, you have to basically show up whenever the boss is asking or whatever, you have to just like, you know, be nice and show that you're working, but all the rest of the time you can basically slack and do your own stuff. When you have an employee, you can't do that. You always have to be on, you always have to be really dedicated to your work and that takes a lot of, uh, a lot of effort. So on top of this, things were going pretty bad. Actually, my cash was going down so fast, like almost twice as fast as before. Uh, my big customer that got close 28K decided to cancel the last 7,000 euro of contract. So I had 7,000 euro down. Uh, it's basically like, you know, a bit more than uh, it's six months, it's three months and a half of salary of my intern gone. So it was like, okay, I'm going to have to do something there. And so after like really tough conversation, really tough reflection with my my fiance, my fiance at the time. Yeah, we were not, yeah, I think we were fiance. Uh, no, we were actually just engaged uh, with Ara at the time. I decided that I had to end this internship. So on the 11th of October, I actually fired my intern. I told him after like basically a bit less than two months, I say, hey, you know, we have to stop that. I'm sorry, actually, it's due, is you know, we're doing that is kind of my mistake, but we cannot keep going this way. And the reason was not that it wasn't working well or whatever, it was just that it was not a fit. And uh, I had hired this person on the wrong expectations that he would get me and make me 2,000 euro a month easily, but it was not the case. So it's really a tale of caution for any solopreneur listening to me here. If you are hiring people, you're taking a huge risk. And if you are valuing your time, valuing your freedom, and you know just wanting to make sure that you're not reporting to anyone, being the boss of someone means you have to be accountable for them, you have to report to them, you have to be an example, and lead by example, and this is really challenging. So I was not ready to do that. I thought this is what I wanted, but I didn't want that. And that's why I decided to stay a solopreneur. Since then, I actually swore to myself I will never hire anyone. I can work with freelancers, people who are experts, but I'm never going to hire someone hoping to train them to, to bring them to a place. So it was a really huge realization in my life as a solopreneur is that coming back to a tip that Skip Miller gave me, you can be successful in this business if you're very small or very big, not in between. And so the transition from being small to big is insanely complicated and challenging and insanely painful. And if you stay small, you can focus on that, hone your art and really become, you know, very successful and stay like that. It's a lot simpler than actually growing. So that's the realization I had. And it was just learned in pain, both for my intern and for me. But it was really a good realization that you don't need to create a big business with a lot of employees and raising money, having more employees. This is not a definition of success for me. This definition of success, sorry, is to be able to choose whatever you want to do with your time without having to worry about money. You obviously, you will actually always have constraint and you always have to have stuff. You always have to do stuff that are going to do like the work and bringing the money. But you cannot just go and um, and really like decide that you're going to put yourself into this, 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 how to say this, uh, this structure where you're going to have to show, uh, you know, and be a leader for everyone. So for me, that's that was clear. I value my time immensely, like immensely. That's the most valuable thing I have in my life. And uh, I don't want to put myself 
you know, to have to work more just to show to people what they should be doing. So that's that's something I learned. And um, it goes pretty much against any kind of like, uh, how you call that, like um, knowledge that we tell about, you know, people actually are always telling you that startups are great. They are building their teams and everything. The fact of choosing not to have a team and to stay by yourself is a choice where you're going to stay lonely for a long time and you're going to be able to to just, you know, stay by yourself. But for me, it was the best choice ever. I have the best life right now because I'm by myself. I have basically no engagement with other people and I can focus on my business and focus on what matters in my life, which is my time and my family. So uh, that was really interesting. It was very tough, but this allowed me to go and pivot my company and transition my company from selling my time to selling my knowledge. And I'll tell you a bit more about that in the next episode.